Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blue Collar D&D. Glad to have you all with us. Um, thank you for bearing with us. We had a little um, minor medical emergency, I guess. A very minor medical emergency. Um, but everyone's here, and uh, we're excited, and we're ready to go. Um, Ashley will have a face cam in a little bit. She is currently roughing it in the uh, back roads of uh, the deep south of the, uh, the Florida uh, coastline somewhere. Um, but hello to everybody on... <laughs> Hello to everybody on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live, DLive, Trovo, all those things. Um, let's jump into announcements. Uh, our website, Blue Collar DM, as many of you know, is live. Uh, so you can actually check out the site for episode recaps and other blog posts with some DM and player guides, as well as links to our other social medias and merch store where you can grab some t-shirts and phone cases. And I'm still working on trying to figure out dice and all that kind of cool stuff. So stay tuned for that in the next coming weeks. Uh, in addition, there is going to be another weekly dice giveaway, so make sure you stick around until the break to learn how you can actually win those free dice. Um, at this time, I also wanted to thank our amazing patrons on Patreon. Uh, Jennifer happens to be one of them, as well as Cepus and Dave Platinum Dice. Thank you guys for being awesome patrons. If um, To give you an idea on some of the different tiers, uh, we actually have tiers for merch and one-shots, coaching sessions, and another thing, I'm actually pleased to announce that we are going to be doing a Dungeon Master mentorship newsletter and program. So. Anyone who takes uh, on the rogue tier of the Patreon page will actually get a monthly Dungeon Master mentorship newsletter where random encounter tables and DM tools will be there and shared. Um, and then anyone in the undead tier or above, as well as any coaching clients that happen to be a uh, part of uh, that program, will be entered into the Dungeon Master mentorship program where you actually have access to me, um, basically via text, email, for any of your Dungeon Master questions, thoughts, and concerns related to Dungeon Mastering for D&D. Streaming, Foundry Virtual Tabletop, all that kind of cool stuff. Um, everything will continue to evolve as well as the more of the different tiers on Patreon. So stay tuned for updates on that. Uh, if you want to support us and take advantage of any of these perks, make sure you check out Patreon via the link below or patreon.com slash bluecollardm. If you wish to support us in other ways, there is also a tipping page down below. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, Ashley, are you even in a position where you can plug anything at this time? Or do you have anything you want to plug from the car? <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Ashley the Bard on Twitter, and I post up all of my shit there. Okay, cool. Um, without further ado, uh, we're going to dive into tonight's episode. Welcome back. So, last we left off, our adventurers, after their long, hard-fought battle with Bubby, the demonic hag that had been terrorizing them for quite some time, found calm over their surroundings as they began to search the surrounding area for clues to Bubby's sudden translocation, and to learn a little bit more about how she came to the material plane. While Demikos, Morhoron, and Twyla searched Bubby's hovel, finding some interesting magic items, they also found an entrance to what would presumably be the Underdark. While an intriguing discovery, the party felt it best to take some time to rest and relax after their battle with the demonic hag rather than delve further into the chamber before them. 
During this time, Juliet spent most of her time taking out her aggression on the local plant life, um, trying to calm her. Uh, Dale, the bird companion who had been accompanying her back to the material plane after Timmy gave his soul for hers, um, tried to calm her down. Upon calling upon an individual only known as Tully, this extraplanar being was summoned out of a tree that Juliet happened to be fighting at the time. This being of fundal growth and reverence referred to the bird that they had been following the party around as Timic and one of her children. It was revealed that the spirit of Timic still lived and had been occupying the body of the dwarf, Dale, during the party's travels. With this truth revealed, Tully was also able to heal Juliet's wounds, giving her back the face that was taken from her, albeit with a scar as a reminder of what was taken from her. After which, the party traveled back to Thistlebrush for some much-needed R&R. Juliet spent most of the time drinking her sorrows away, while the rest of the party partook in some of the local games of the beer fest that was currently in full swing. Demikos entered and won a match uh, against the champion of the fighting pits, winning himself a very powerful magic item, some coin, while Twyla purchased a ferret named Dolly and entered that in a race uh, that was to occur that evening and won as well. Um, for your purposes uh, as well, uh, Twyla, you actually won a purse of a thousand gold pieces from winning that ferret race. After which, the party celebrated, filling up on food and drink before finding rest for the evening. And that's where our adventure left off. So, you all are making your way back to the tavern there in Thistlebrush, the Goat Herd Tavern. Um, you do see Juliet kind of slumped in the corner while there's still a bit of a ruckus going on, but the party's kind of died down a little bit. Um, adventurers, what would you like to do? I'm snoring. Uh, I think she needs help. <laughs> yeah, I think we should probably help her up. Put her to bed. I think so. <clears throat> so I guess I should check her room for us. Maybe not let her alone. Yeah, she shouldn't be left alone. Uh, this is pretty standard practice, but uh, maybe a little harder than normal this time. Slightly more understandable as well, though. That's true. Yeah. Maybe we should buy some more alcohol and give it to her tomorrow. No. Not sure and she'll no. be. I don't know if happy. that's the best idea. No. Hey, but she likes it. She needs some water. Definitely. All right. And I guess I'll walk to the innkeeper barman. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, there you see uh, the dwarf bartender that was there previously, although you guys haven't um, met him yet. Um, he's kind of cleaning up for the evening, kind of wiping down the counter, kind of like trying to put some stuff away. Uh, you do still see um, a number of uh, patrons in various states of drunkenness. Um, there's a couple dwarves that are there. One of them has a shirt off and a um, like fiery red-orange hair and a mohawk. Um, as well as a number of different gnomes and halflings that are hanging around here. The dwarf uh, um, introduces himself as Jeb, and he's, uh, you know, very willing to give you all a, uh, a glass of water um, for your uh, your um, more than inebriated friend. He's like, hi. Uh, I kept an eye on her, though. No one, no funny business, but... Uh, she uh, you, sh she should probably um, take it easy next time. I don't think there's an easy option. She's uh, it's none or all, I believe. 
Well, she's a feisty little one. I'll give her that. Uh, Indeed. Yeah. But, um, well, do what you can. Um, but, um, I don't have, uh, rooms here at, um, my establishment. You may want to take her over to the, uh, Summering Steed if you don't have a place to bed tonight. I'm literally just a bar. There's no, this is only the only floor here. Yeah, all right. The slumbering steed, you say. We'll uh, we'll head that way. Alrighty. I'll, I'll kind of pick her up and dump her over my shoulder and start heading that way. Standard fare hey. for you guys. Does she owe you anything, or is everything okay? Nope. She uh, played pen- plenty and well. Um, she is all set. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, so you all are able to gather up Juliet and uh, do whatever you wish. <laughs> Which way? The slumbering seed, Maury? Do you know? Well, Maury does know, and Maury uh, leads you down the right passageway. Um... <laughs> yeah, he said uh, right across the street. It's uh, right over here. Oh, I'm going to walk up front and help open the door so he can pass. Absolutely. And that's no issue. Um, no one really takes notice of you as you guys kind of gather up your friend. It's, I mean, everyone's pretty much in some state of drunkenness at this point. It being a beer fest and it being very late in the evening now since the uh, the ferret races have subs- has uh, ended. Uh, kind of the capstone of the evening, as it were. Uh, Alright, does it look like... Uh, is there is this a like tavern inn or just an inn? Um, this, uh, Slumbering Steed is a tavern and inn, so, um, you've actually stayed here before. Um, there is a female gnome, uh, that works here. Um, her name, you've introduced, been introduced to her before. Her name is Nissa. Um, she kind of gave you lodgings while you stayed overnight here before heading north to go take on that troll that you guys were trying to take care of. Evening, madam. Hi, good evening. Just, uh... I don't know. Let's say uh, three rooms. Ah, three rooms. Yes. Ah, uh, that's uh, it's quite a bit. We're pretty close to being full, but uh, I think I can handle that for you. I would say for the three rooms, it's probably going to cost you uh, three gold pieces a piece. All right. I'll uh, I'll give her ten gold. Holy! Oh, I appreciate your patronage. This is quite um quite an overpayment, but I appreciate it. That should cover uh, breakfast tomorrow as well. And oh uh, yes, absolutely. You can definitely get your uh, your bear cake and eggs. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm pretty sure there's gonna be uh, some cleaning needing to be done in one of these rooms tomorrow. I uh, yes. Well, there's there's gonna be cleaning be needed done in uh, most of these rooms after this evening. Uh, you can yeah. tell by the people that are here. All right. Well, I'm uh, <laughs> you two. Uh, feel free to do what you need to do. Everything's taken care of here. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take her upstairs and get her tucked in. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, be careful. Trying to not knock her. Oh, sorry. So I'll just I'll head up and try to get her put uh, put to sleep for the night. Absolutely. 
easy or, enough. Or continue to sleep for the night. Well, yeah, it, it, it doesn't take much effort. I mean, she, under normal circumstances, she can just meditate, but um, you know her. There are many of occasions where she chooses not to do that. Um, and this being one of those cases. Um, yeah, so you're able to do that. Um, Twyla and uh, Demikos, is there anything you'd like to do before heading to bed? Hey, Miss Nisa. We are in a beer festival. Do you have some drinks that I can take? I, 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 I do. Um... It is getting quite late, um, but um, I suppose I can um, off part away with a little bit more. You don't seem to have partaken as aggressively as your friend there, so I guess that's okay. Oh, don't worry. So I want to have something to, you know, remember the place when we go and tell tale for the night. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me see what I can pull it for you. Um, and she's able to uh, pour you a glass of a... Um, she's got a couple different options that she has for you. Um, she describes... Uh, she's. I've got this um, very wonderful cider that was made with the, from the local orchard here, not too far from here. And then um, I've also got just a standard uh, ale that um, uh, brought in from uh, over there in uh, Nelgrim. There's a couple of people over there that brew different kinds of beer. Well, Pretty much just standard ale, but um, there's a brewery down there that uh, we get it from. And I take it like in a small bottle to share with my friends during the next day. Sure. Do you want the cider or the ale? Can I have both? Okay, you can have both. Um, that'll <laughs> that'll be just one silver for the both. And she kind of oh, like take. She basically takes out a little small cask of ale and like puts it on, like which is kind of impressive. Her being a small. Um, a small, um, sorry, <laughs> a small gnome herself. And she's like in small stature, but she is not weak by any means. And she just kind of, and then also then takes a, um, a small cask of cider and just go, and it's just like, all right, there you go. Okay. Thank you. When I yeah. look at them, I was like, don't, don't leave me with all this, please. Oh. You gotta do something with it before Juliet wakes back up. And I have one silver coin in one hand and one gold coin in the other. I think you deserve one gold, but I see that you get very stressed when people pay you more. So which one do you want? I mean, I don't get stressed. I was just completely flabbergasted. I'll, I'll take the the, shi the shinier one, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Well, thank you. And she just kind of like, I'm good for a while. <laughs> good thing there's another one of these beer fests next week. Um. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we have somewhere to keep these Demacos? Do we have a bag or something? Do you think they sleep in mine? I got a lot of stuff. Are you bringing them up to the room? Take them to your room. I'll trust you with them for tonight because if Juliet wakes up, hmm, well, you know, you right. take it. I'll, I'll just put them on my shoulder and carry them up. I mean, one of you has to have the bag of holding somewhere. Okay. Need more. As I, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, you might have to coordinate that later. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Just carrying. So then we, well, I'm going back to my room after that. Okay. Excellent. Um, is there anything else you do uh, before you um, take your night's rest, the two of you? No? Okay. Is there anything that you and Julie, well, 
Is there anything that you talked to the unconscious body of Juliet about there, Morhan? No? <laughs> I poke her with a stick. No. Okay. So you poke her with a stick. And in the dark... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so... <laughs> she disappears. No, I didn't do it. <laughs> um, so in your... Um, so you, got all, you all are able to take a night's rest. Um, unimpeded. Um, not imposed upon by anyone as far as a... Uh, as far as... Um, um, anyone haunting your nightmares or dreams this time? It's a nice restful night's sleep. Um, you do notice that um, over the course of the evening prior and this evening, with the incursion of this this hag sight um, not upon you anymore, you feel a sense of calm and ease come over yourselves. Uh, you no longer have any levels of doom anymore, as this um, as this hag um, demon that had hold on your life force is kind of you get the sense that she probably can't put her eye on you right now so you have some ease in knowing that you feel much safer than you did before but you wake up fully rested long rested the day is yours what would you like to do um Juliet actually before I forget give me a con save which I will roll for you, I guess, because we're just going to do that. Um, this will be fun. Oh, this isn't too bad. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's only a nine. Um, Someone please roll for me. Can't try to roll. <laughs> uh, so you wake up with a mild hangover. Um, not too terrible. Um, but um man this, this drinking thing is like you cannot keep up with your old pal Timic or at least what he used to be able to do it's still a challenge for you for whatever reason no matter how much you drink it hurts so bad in fact it hurts so bad it's like really difficult for you to talk because like the lights are really bright your voice is just kind of muffled um, it's, it's just a, it's just a hard time. Um, for, it's just a hard time you're having communicating. Yeah, it's real tough. You don't seem like yourself either. It's like you're in like some weird darkness and you just have a label on your face or something. It's weird. Um, anyway. Oh, well, the rest you like to do. <laughs> I guess you'll stay in bed, right, Julia? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, I'll, ju I'll just leave quietly and go okay to have breakfast. Yeah, it's really strange. You all bought three rooms and you just all decided to stay in the same one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys can do whatever you want. Um, what do you like to do? <laughs> I'm already downstairs eating breakfast. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll be downstairs uh, too. Absolutely. Um, we'll you guys we'll let Juliet are... sleep in. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's the best. Uh... You know, perhaps we should go buy some stuff. Uh, I got some money, so I have money to spend. I'm happy about that. And maybe we can find something for Juliet so she'll be a little bit happier. Maybe not alcohol, since Mari doesn't want me to give her too much alcohol. But... I, uh, yeah, that's true, but good luck finding something else that'll make her happy. She's, uh, that's a pretty guaranteed, uh, 
happiness pill, but we'll see what we can find. Every girl likes flowers. I'm sure that if I find flowers for her, she'll like it. And she's like very happy thinking about that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> What's our plan after we leave this city? Are we leaving? No, we're not gonna stay here forever. That's a, it's a good question. We've got a couple of pretty high up options. It's just what do we deems most important at this uh, juncture in our journey together? Well, I would I would think getting rid of that rotting troll head would be a top priority. That's uh, one of the one of the priorities towards the top that seems like it's easy to check off the list. Thanks, uh, right? After that, I'd say we've got a pretty tough decision on our hands. Julia also had mentioned you guys had another bounty, some frogs, to the north of Nogrum. They did put some, uh, they did establish a bounty for that, uh, something we can look into. I just, for me personally, I think there's more personal and pressing business uh, to attend to over uh, monetary gains. Redmire? The, the guys that were trying to hurt you, you mean? Uh, I just think there's, uh, we all have a little bit of something to deal with uh, that may be more beneficial to the group than to kill a few frogs and gain a few coins. We've what got, uh, obviously we've got the Underdark to deal with at some point. There's a certain family that we need to deal with. I think if I was to go back to Dreadmire, it would be known fairly quickly that I was there. And I know personally that the Faleys were after you guys. They're definitely after me now, too. My concern... If we're gonna go there, it needs to be quiet in do what we need to do and get out my concern is that we if we don't strike quick enough they will I'd rather try to get the drop on them than to get dropped on I can tell you that they don't send massive forces out to deal with issues it might be a few strong guys, but I heard that you dismantled four of them pretty easily. Well, I uh, I fear that they are a bit more aware of our skills now, too, and may prepare accordingly. I've heard they a family, and we are like rare people so I guess it cannot be like a frontal attack or something it must be something more quiet absolutely I agree with that I can make one of you invisible but it's not for a long time so it could help with you 
Debeco, so you are not as noticeable. I'm not sure if Mori will need the same help, uh, or we can find something here. I, I don't mind looking around town. I, uh, I do tend to be a bit clunky in my travels, but it's so that I can stay as uh, tough as I am uh, and be able to get in the fray with everybody and uh, not take as much abuse as I uh, could. So if we can uh, ask around, maybe find a little bit of uh, something quieter, that'd be great. But uh, if not, I will have a tough time sneaking up on anyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sneaky. You guys didn't notice I was following you for a while. That's very true. That sounds creepy, but okay. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure what this underdark business was, because I know that the mushroom people wanted to go to the underdark. So, is there anything else? you guys are trying to do there? I think the, uh, as far as going to the Underdark, it's a bit of some unfinished business uh, with Juliet uh, and some things happening there. I don't, I don't have a personal gain, but I guess her personal gain becomes mine, so. What? I mean, if, uh, if she's got something, some unfinished business that she needs to finish, I I feel it's my duty to help her finish. I agree that the Underdark is important because she's very, she's a very direct person. And if she needs to do something, I don't think she will rest until that's done. So maybe we will, we should tackle that and then keep going. But it would be ugly. Do you think that the family will follow us to the Underdark? Because if you're going to the Underdark and are attacked with them by them as well, that's like, hmm, no. Doesn't sound like fun. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the Faileys would follow us there or not. What do you think, Demacus? I'm not sure if they would either. There's a lot of other things down in the Underdark that can kill us. I think they'd probably, uh, they'd probably, if they were making uh, bets, they'd probably put their money on the Underdark to finish this all for them. So they'd probably let us go and see what happens. They'll probably yeah. be waiting in the entrance to the Underdark so when we come back, they can finish up. I'll do that if I, you know. Sorry. <clears throat> well, uh, I got no problem walking around trying to see if I can uh, find anything in this town that can make me, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one of us that's a bit of a distraction when we're trying to sneak, so I can look for something and see what happens. Do you think that if I can lend you my broom, it will be easier? I think I'm still pretty rattly, broom or walking. Okay, I'm sorry then. <laughs> Okay, let's go see what we find. <laughs> As I stand up and it sounds like a pocket full of change. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. Uh, so there's a couple of things you can do. Um, 
you enter out into the uh, the bright sun of the day here in Thistlebrush. Quite warm and humid, actually. It's um, you know, it's still spring, but it it almost it feels like the hottest summer you've ever been a part of. Um, to be perfectly honest, it is um, humid, hot. Uh, actually. I say humid. It's I use humid because that's what I'm used to living up in the northeast. It's actually a dry heat. Um, like when you breathe in, it almost burns your nostrils a little bit. Not anything that would be it, it's uncomfortable, but not something that would like, you know, give you exhaustion or any kind of weird mechanics like that. But it's definitely much warmer than it should be. That's why there's so many beer festivals here. <laughs> gotta stay hydrated. <laughs> yeah, gotta stay hydrated somehow. Um, either way, um, there are a number of different stores um, that are here. Um, you do see the streets are kind of riddled with... Um, it's. It smells like... Um, if anybody has ever been to Alston, Massachusetts, it smells like that. So it it smells kind of like this very strange mixture of very eclectic different types of food mixed with vomit, mixed with um, old beer smell. It's it's quite off-putting, um, which mixes really well with the you know dry heat that's going on here. It only makes it more pungent, and you enter out um there is kind of like a little bit of more of a markety district i guess is the best way to put it in this region uh you are able to find a number of different shops here between you know your standard kind of blacksmith uh there's an alchemy shop that you find a jeweler and a general store and i say general store it's a trader um, um that's got more general but also some very um from the windows, you can see there's some interesting things in there as well. Um, but you have a number of different places you could stop, depending on what you wanted to go and look for. So the only thing I'm in the market for is uh, something to help me be quiet, whether it be some form of something that can just help me to be more sneaky uh, with my armor or uh, replacement armor that is sneaky in and of itself. Okay. Hmm. I agree with that. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me. Give me an investigation check. Um, the both of you. All right, a solid ten and uh, Twyla. Let me see if I can. I think. I believe you can. I think I know what you're trying to do. Doesn't really matter. Twyla rolled high enough. Um, so with a 19, um, Twyla, you kind of ask around a little bit, talking to some of the local populace, um, peeking through some different windows and doors. You recognize that at uh, the general store, um, Mrs. Ends, um, you notice a number of... Um, and with um, Morhoran's help... You notice some very interesting looking items um, from the window um, that look like they could be of value and could be useful. Um, you're not a you're not 100% sure where you don't have detect magic yourself, um, but there does appear to be some very interesting items that are giving off some sort of magical energy that you're kind of understanding um, inside the shop. Oh, Mari, 
Look at that, they're calling for me. Let's go check that out. All right, excellent. In here? Yeah, maybe they have food for Dolly too. Let's go see. So you enter um, in, uh, the store has like almost like two kind of like saloon style double doors that just kind of like um, you're able to pu- kind of push through and they swing back and forth. Uh, Demikos and um, I assume Juliet's going with you guys as well um, for the sake of this. You walk in um, very disheveled. Yes, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> very disheveled um, kind of old timey general store feel like there's still there's dust on a number of the items that are in here. Um there's, you know, there's cobwebs kind of up in the corners. It's kind of got a stench of, again, old alcohol to an extent inside. Because, I mean, just, you know, the smell from the streets kind of just permeates everywhere. But it also, like, old leather. Um, as, and it, you can kind of almost, like, taste this. Like, when you smell the leather, it, you kind of get that same kind of, like, um, that, I don't want to say, but metallic kind of taste from that leather kind of smell that you hear. Or you smell? You hear? You smell? Um, and you see, um, standing up at the counter, kind of working with another uh, customer, is a small female gnome, um, long hair that's kind of um, put into um, pigtails, kind of at the side. She wears a red, um, kind of uh, flowing, kind of um, um, like worker's dress. I guess the best way to put it, like uh, with an undershirt and uh, kind of a um, just kind of just well put together. Um, um, as part of this establishment, but she's um, kind of even while put together, the dress has kind of got some stains on it. The hair is a little frizzled. Um, like she's not like drunk, but she's probably hung over. Um, she's kind of um, meandering around with another customer as you guys kind of peruse the shelves. Um, there are a few items in here, Twyla, that catch your eye. Um, there is a very interesting looking. Here, here's the thing. There's a number of things that catch your eye. Some of them could be just mundane tchotchkes. Some of them could be very valuable. It's um, very much a kind of plethora of um, uh, antiques roadshow meets um, um, auction hunters kind of thing um, style where the people, the, the lady here doesn't really know what she has. Some of these things could be valuable. Some of them may not be. Um, but they're very interesting. Storage Wars, that's another good example. There's a lot of really good ideas think there's a possibly some good things in here but also possibly some crap um so it is up to you to discern what is crap and what is not i will cast detect magic that is a smart thing to do so um you get thank you you get three pangs specifically of magical things um that are emanating magic um in of themselves there is a very fancied um looking belt um, that is kind of slung over a, it's almost like the size of like a wrestling kind of belt. It's a very large, rugged, it it doesn't look like it would be there to hold up pants, I don't think, but it's there. Um, and it's kind of slung over a, uh, I guess you would call it just a coat rack of sorts. Um, it's just kind of hanging there with a couple of other belts and some scarves. Um, you also get a ping of some interesting looking slippers in the corner. Um, as well as um, a set of goggles that is also kind of hung up on the same coat rack as the uh, as the um, the belt as well. Um, these goggles have um, what appear to be very 
dark um, looking um, lenses to them. So those are kind of the three different items that ping. Um, Juliet, you also, or not Juliet, um, Twilight, you also see with the, uh, just because of your 19 investigation check from before, you see a number of different intriguing looking scrolls and papers in the corner. Um, none of them are giving off magical energy, but they draw your attention. I'm gonna go check those. Okay. Um, meandering, th meandering through them. Um, give me an arcana check. While I'm doing that, I'm gonna tell Juliet, Hey Juliet, I'm going to go to the scrolls, check that out. See if you find something that you like. Um, you are able to discern a number of different figures and symbols um, that are actually written in a language um, that you do understand. They're actually written in Draconic. Um, as you kind of um, translate them, you notice that they are the functional components to what would comprise of a, a spell, um, specifically a spell that would allow you to kind of create almost like a little bubbled shield kind of around um, your group of party members to kind of like hide your location out in the open almost kind of like it's got a reflective kind of um, um, property to it it is a spell scroll of Liaman's tiny hut okay so I'm going to get that I want to get that okay um uh, now if I find anything else I'll start grabbing and then go to the lady yeah yeah no as far as like anything else, uh, yeah, the belt that once belonged to Sluggo. Um, as far as anything else um, in here, there's some really interesting looking cute things. Like there's like some cute little scarves and like uh, little pink bows and a couple other different things, but nothing else like magical. Most of the rest of the stuff appears to be kind of mundane, kind of just regular items from what you can tell based on your investigation, arcana checks, and your detect magics that are helping you out in this situation. Do I notice anything that is uh, innately not cute, like a shrunken head or a uh, thorn-encrusted trinket? A thorn-encrusted... Like thorn? Something like heavy metal. Hmm, I mean, you did... So... I know you weren't here, but one of the things that you were able to see and find in Bubby's hut was a bunch of shrunken heads. I don't know if you really want any of those ones because they were pretty fresh. Now yeah, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> um, you are able to find a rather tattered looking, but I will call it majestic for the sake of this, but um, very tattered, but very heavy metal looking uh long black uh wig almost like a hair like a ha something that a hair metal band would probably wear maybe even put makeup on their face to make them look different too as well um it would work really well if you had like a really long tongue to go along with it and uh, there's some there's also a set of what looks to be a um a set of armor that's very similar to what you already have that's got spikes coming off the side of it all right um but remind uh, I just need to check one thing before I forget. Um uh, 
What kind of armor do you wear, actually, now that I think about it? Because this actually might be something different. Splint mail. Splint mail, okay. Um, yeah, no, this is actually piece of what would be part of um, a set of plate armor, but it's only like the um, epaulette portions um, that have these like spikes coming off of them. Yeah. It doesn't have the full-on chest plate and everything else. It's just kind of the epaulets that would go with it. However, without having the whole complete set, it's kind of like, eh, it kind of helps, but it just, it's not exactly the whole set. Alright, so I'll wait for her to, the lady to get freed up and ask some questions about these three items. It's actually really funny you say that, because she finishes up with that customer right now and goes, Oh, um, oh, hello, you are a very, um, well, you're not uh, gnomes and halflings, so you're definitely <laughs> not from around here. Um, how can I help you? Uh, just had my eye uh, perusing your wares here and found a few things that uh, tickled my fancy. Thought uh, maybe I'd ask a few questions about. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. What are you looking for? Well, I... Uh, What'd you find? I see those uh, slippers over there. They kind of look pretty cool. And then uh, hanging on this hook up here, you got a couple of things. Looks like a belt, maybe some glasses, goggles, some kind of eyewear. Uh, a few things that caught my eye. I don't know if you could tell me a little more about them. Well, um, the belt, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, um, it kind of just came randomly on a shipment from somewhere. I'm not really 100% sure. I get a lot of, um, very odd, different odds and ends from people who kind of, like, travel around the world, like, um, I wouldn't say the world, just mainly this, uh, particular, um, this particular continent and they kind of like come through and I kind of, you know, I make them offers. They make offers to me. I sell them to, I buy and sell and trade amongst them. Um, def it, I, you know, very much kind of, um, we're kind of more of like a, uh, almost like a pawn shop here. So I, they come from like all kinds of different places. Um, haven't had, I've had a few people have, have had interest in that thing. Um, but no one's ever been willing to buy it for whatever reason, and I'm not really 100% sure why. Probably because it's really gaudy, and there's no reason that anybody uh, would ever need a belt that big, but I would... It might um, fit you, sir. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't mind a little bit of attention, so uh, something that can uh, bring the focus on me, I got no problem with it. Well, okay. uh... Uh, taking a quick look around, that's you got a lot of great things in here. Uh, do you have uh, do you happen to have any potions anywhere? No, um, no, I can't say I do, but there is um, there is an alchemist not too far around the corner there that might be able to help you with potions specifically. I mainly trade in more, um, well, like more things that can be pawned, I guess is the best way to put it. Different kind of collectibles and different kind of trading items and stuff like that. All right, all right, well, um. How much for, uh, would you say for the belt slippers goggles? Ooh. Well, I paid a pretty penny for the slippers, but it doesn't appear that anybody really cares for them. <laughs> I... Maybe it's your chance. They deserve mm. a new home. To get some money. For all of it? Well... The belt alone in materials is pretty, pretty ex extraordinary. Um, for the lot of it all, five thousand. Can I uh, make an insight check to see if I think she's like way off? 
Sure. Make an insight check. Uh, hold on, I can add to that. Give me a second. I'm still thinking. 5,000 what? Yeah. Copper? <laughs> so, Copper? 13. No, gold, dear. Um, you kind of look at her. She definitely knows that the... She definitely knows the belt is very valuable. However, she hasn't the slightest clue about the the like actual value of the other items but she does have like a you kind of sense like almost like a little bit of a quiver um in her um in her eye when she said she like kind of says the price you get the sense that she's probably like in the ballpark but not really but definitely trying to like you know make you overpay now uh i know you uh you know i'm not from around here what you don't know is that uh i've traveled a lot of places and uh i can tell when someone's trying to pull one over on me let's just say that uh i paddle my boat with two oars so uh i uh i know what you're getting at how about this um you like uh, fun and exciting things. You like uh, interesting stuff. I do. And uh, so I pull out my uh, deck of illusions. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> these uh, these cards here are whatever you want them to be. You uh, each one. Uh, you draw it out, throw it on the ground, and it uh, creates a an appearance of something. Something as mundane as a, we'll say, a, an assassin. All the way up to a gorilla or even a dragon. Hmm. I'll, uh... I'd be willing to part with these for, um... Mm. A, bit, a bit more of the friends and family discount. <laughs> hmm. And maybe not even for the lot. Maybe you just give me some individual prices. Now I'll, uh, I'll decide uh, what's worth. Hmm. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. persuasion Ooh, that is quite fascinating indeed um tell you what you give me the deck cards and 2,000 gold I'll give you the lot plus the shoulder pads you had your eyes on over there. That sounds like a deal to me. Excellent. Thank you very much. She shakes on it. Um, 
Perfect. Her inventory changes a little bit. So does mine. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, you know that those things are magical. You don't know what they do yet. Um, but all three of those items are magical. And you, dear, it looks like you have something there as well. Well, no need to be frozen in time. Out with it, girl. <laughs> um, for the sake of this, uh, once uh, we get Jennifer back, we will say that uh, she purchases the scroll of Liamin's tiny hut for the normal price of... Uh, well, she thinks it's a ratty piece of paper, so she'll... Well, we'll see. I'll have her roll for it, and we'll figure it out later. But the uh, items are yours. Um, and I'm going to leave the cameras the way they are for right now until Julia, until uh, Jennifer comes back. Um, so I will. Uh, uh, JD's going to be on two cameras, I think. <laughs> I'll lean to the side. Yeah, just lean to the side there. I'm hoping we can get Jennifer back here. Um, I, uh, as we're as she's finishing that up, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna kind of go outside around. I'm gonna uh, put the slippers on. Uh, I'm not gonna do anything with the belt yet, but I'm gonna put the slippers on, and then I'm gonna just try to. I'm not gonna do anything special. I'm just gonna take the goggles and try to look through them and see if anything looks different. I'm not gonna put them on, strap them on, do anything crazy. I just want to take an, an initial peek. And... Yeah, sure. Um, so you. So you put the slippers and the belt and the goggle, all of them on all at once? No, I, I don't have the belt. Uh, I, the belts, I'm not doing anything with. It's just going in my bag of holding. Okay. But I, I'm putting, I'm actually putting the, um, the, the slippers on, and then I'm just mm-hmm. taking one quick glance into the goggles to see if it does it. Can I see through things? Do things glow blue? Just, just a real quick glance. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you put on the goggles. Um, as you kind of peer through them, nothing of your sight really changes for you. It is daylight. Um, the, it is pretty, I mean, it's pretty bright due to this, the like kind of oppressive sun that's kind of hitting down right now. Um, or at least that, it seems like it's from the sun. Um, but no... Yeah, no, there's no real... You don't really notice a change putting those goggles on. I throw the goggles in the, the bag with the belt. Okay. Um, as far as the slippers... Um, okay, so Jennifer is also... or Twyla is also going to buy um, a pink bow and food for Dolly, um, which we'll take care <laughs> of. Um, as far as the boots... Or the slippers, I mean. Um, you put them on. They're very light. Um, very kind of like... They're slippers. I mean, they're basically kind of this like green cloth material. They kind of like come up about mid-calf. So they're kind of like... They definitely... They slip on. They kind of feel like house slippers a little bit. Um, but as you wear them, you feel like... You notice that the clunking of your armor kind of like... Oddly enough, just kind of doesn't happen it's a very strange phenomenon and you kind of like tiptoe around and like the sound that you're like and you kind of jump a little bit your armor clunks a little bit but not anywhere near as much as it did 
It's almost as if like these slippers are giving you the ability to kind of like not make as much noise as you normally would. Um, they are, they are, they are boots of elven kind. Um, so I will put that in your inventory here in one second. Um, but go ahead and converse. <laughs> Demagos, check this out. And I kind of jump a little. Uh, can't hear your armor now. I uh, I really rolled the dice on buying this crap, but uh, the goggles seem kind of useless. Uh, I'm a little bit scared of that belt, but uh, these slippers worked out all right. I think that was worth the, uh, the cost in and of itself. Yeah, you don't sound like a can anymore. Sounds Full like of other cans. Sneak around and smash some heads a little better. That's pretty good. Absolutely. Am I there now or no? Oh, wait. Hold on. Can I think Jen's. I, th I can hear you. I don't see you, but I can hear you. Jennifer's back. Hey. Hey, yeah. there we go. I will, uh, maybe later tonight I can, uh, give you these, uh, we can, we can try to mess around with these, uh, goggles in this belt, but I think for now we'll uh, maybe just wait on that. Wait till we're in a bit of a more conspicuous location. Why? What do you suspect that belt does? I don't know, but it's big and gaudy and usually things that are big and gaudy cause big and gaudy things to happen. <laughs> Can't check that out later if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe the goggles too. I can check everything. She has identified, just so you know. I know you weren't here last time. <laughs> yeah. Are we, are we still in the store? Do you believe? I left. I you're still in, you're still in the store. Yeah, yeah. You're still, still in the, the you're still in the store there, uh, Twyla. So you can finish your transactions. So I just wanted to check with the lady. I wanted the bow uh, mm -hmm. that she had, and I want to see if she had some put for the pet and food for your ferret yep hey lady do you have like a small armor for this little girl because i'm afraid that we go into a dangerous road and since you have so many interesting items that is adorable oh i th wait a minute this is the one that won the, the race last night isn't it it is were you a fan? Well, I mean, I did make a pretty good penny on betting on her. I'll tell you that. I'm sure you're <laughs> going to take that into account with the pride, right? Oh, I mean, she can. I don't have any armor, but you can have any of the bows that you want. You can go right ahead and have one. She's absolutely majestic. She deserves it. Okay, so I'm going to go and grab one. And do you okay. have something like for me, maybe? Armor? I don't know. Something that you think will um i'm not really one that deals in armor necessarily you might have better luck over at uh the fighters mall down the street um yeah i mean and then um the i don't know like i mean there's a couple other stores that might be helpful for you i don't know i don't really have anything that would be fitting someone of your skill set i guess um Although I see you have something there. You grab one of the um, 
one of the uh, old scrolls that um, was brought here a couple weeks ago there. Yes, um, I have. You, have. you have interest in that? I'm interested. How much for the scroll? And the boat? Uh, uh, the boat you can have. Um, well, for the owner of Dolly, I mean, you made me a pretty penny last night. I can... I can part ways with that for like 25 gold. Really? Well, thank yeah. you very much. Then I'm gonna hand her 25 gold. And I'll be sure that if I have something that I think will pique your interest, I'll try to get, get it back for you. Maybe you like it. Okay. Excellent. Okay, so I grabbed my gold and I wanna go running. To catch up with Mari. I'm not sure if Demacus is with him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, guys, do you remember what we found? That strange ooze? Do you think that lady will buy it for a good penny? Because I don't think I'm going to use it. That's quite dangerous. Um, to remind everybody, um, and to just give you some insight, um, there more her on the, uh, strange ooze she's talking about. Um, it is a opalescent symbiotic goo, um, that is in a sealed jar. It's, uh, green and it kind of shifts and moves. Um, it is an ooze, not booze. Um, and it kind of like, kind of... Occasion, it like kind of like has like little projections that come off of it and stuff like that. Um, Twyla would have told you that um, it is an attunable item. Um, the way you would attune to it is you would have to drink it. If you drink the item, you become resistant to poison and acid damage and you become immune to the poison condition. As an action, you can speak a command word and you can make your body assume the amorphic qualities of an ooze basically you anamorphs into a big giant puddle and you can basically do whatever you want to an extent um for the next minute along with any equipment that you're currently carrying and you can move through narrow spaces as narrow as an inch wide without having to squeeze or anything like that um once you use it you it, there's there's different properties for it um you also get another acid breath i don't know if you really care about that but this one's a 30 foot line <laughs> um and it's a dc 15 dexterity saving throw to take 8d8 acid damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one um it is a once per dawn um the ooze however it's kind of a one-way ticket um uh, if you drink it you can't voluntarily unattune it like you can't just like be like ah, i don't really want to do this anymore no it's you're stuck with it it's kind of almost like a parasitic organism um and Twyla would have also said that she gets the sense that if you were to die while this parasite was within you, it would probably be a bad time. It will eat you. There will be nothing left of you. But you are dead, so not sure if you could be restored. Um. Are you interested in it, Jeff Moore? Um currently trying a more keto approach to my diet. I don't know if this <laughs> fits well into that. So, uh, may, I mean, we'll keep it. We'll put it in the haversack and maybe someday we'll realize it's necessary, but uh, right. it seems a bit uh, a bit of a big step right now. 
compromise, right? It's it's a big decision, yeah. <laughs> All right. Who knows though? Maybe we end up in a situation where one of us has got to slip through a one inch hole, and I uh, decide to do what's best for the group. But we'll we'll wait and cross that bridge when it comes to. I think it's better to sell it now because you know it, it's better to find some other way than than using that. I think. <laughs> I will agree with that, and uh, I mean, I think uh, we got the, there's an alchemist shop over here. I'm well, sure maybe. you could convince somebody to pay some good money for something like that. You can try. I was thinking that maybe in the Underdark, who knows? But please don't use it. You don't use it, because that sounds really bad. <laughs> Uh, so where are you guys headed exactly? Just so I know. You going to the alchemist, or you do, what are you doing? No, I'm just going wherever they're going. And the mall, the place where they were selling armors and stuff. You still have money, Mori, because you know I thought that I was like some kind of pink chap, and I thought that the price was going to be really low, but you got a hit there. Uh, yeah, but it's uh, that's all right. I think it's uh, I think it's worth it. And I do like a couple of jumping jacks. <laughs> we should find what those items do to see if we need to find something else for what you wanted. You know, because if they work for what you wanted, then we will not buy anything else. Yeah, I, yeah. I but, I think it's fine if you uh, take a look. I mean, hey, I, I consider it a win already. Uh, five minutes ago, I sounded like a storm shutter and a mace thunderstorm, but uh. No, I'm quieter than a mouse. Maybe go to an alley or something not in plain sight so people cannot stumble and fall if they step on me or something. I'm like an assassin. <laughs> um all right, so where are you guys going? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hand her the uh, the belt and see if she can take a quick peek at it. Sure. Um, she hands you the belt. Here, he hands you the belt. Um, do you do you spend your time casting identify? I take it you do with everything that's left. Um, sure. Um, we'll start with the goggles. Um, you kind of sit with the goggles for a second. You you gather that these goggles would allow you um you specifically twyla um they'd be really helpful for you um seeing as you don't have the ability to see in the dark um these goggles would enable you to be able to see um or have dark vision out to a range of 60 feet um if you already have dark vision however it would increase your range um of dark vision out another 60 feet so if you're someone who has dark vision already, it would make your dark vision go out another. So it'd be like 120 or in Juliet's case, probably like six, six miles. Um, <laughs> but um, um, that's what it would do. So these are goggles of night. These are so cool. Mari, you can see in the dark with this or I can see in the dark. I don't know if you see in the dark. But... Uh, yeah, I see in the dark. If they'll help you, go ahead. Take them. Okay, I see in the dark too because I can't use uh, the light cantrip, but then I'll be like a fairy lighting all the way. So. 
But now that I'm an assassin, we might want to not have light when we go to police. That is fair. Can I? Uh. <clears throat> yep. Um, so I will add that to your inventory, Twyla. Oink. It should go in there. Yes, I think it did it. It did the things. Goodbye, yep. Mari. Goodbye. Whoa. I do not know what happened there. Okay, let's open up Twyla again. Because it just did something crazy. Okay, there we go. All right, good. It worked fine. Um, as you sit there with the belt, um, it is a very gaudy looking belt for sure. Uh, it... It's strange. It has like a very odd influence to it. Um, you gather that this belt, if you wore it um, and attuned to, I believe you have to attune to it. I think you're supposed, well, actually, I don't know if you have to attune to it, actually. Uh, yeah, you do. Okay. Um, while wearing this belt, it would make you more hardy it would make you less susceptible to damage if that makes sense like you'd have more vitality um you also gather that you would have the ability to interact with dwarves better for whatever reason and strangely enough apparently you also might have the ability to grow a beard every day for some reason, that's just kind of how it works. Um, you also would attain, obtain dark vision out to a range of 60 feet. You could all of a sudden know, read and write dwarvish, and you would have advantage on saving throws against poison and resistance to poison damage. It is the belt of dwarven kind. <laughs> okay, Mari. This is gold for someone who will use it, right? Uh, so it will make you or make the dwarf see, see you more in a more friendly manner. Yeah. You can grow a beard. Hold so on. I'm not sure. If that's... I could have a beard? Maybe. I strapped the belt on. <laughs> so here's a funny mechanics thing about this one, Morharan. Um, it cannot make your constitution go above 22 or above 20. Yeah. It it, it, it would it, it would give you a buff of plus two to your constitution. However, you already have a constitution of 20. So it would not so allow it, it would not allow you to go beyond that unless you did something crazy to make that happen. If that makes sense. That's fine. I uh, I'm now the bearded assassin. Yes. You know, uh, it looks good. It looks good. Fifty percent chance of being the bearded assassin. Okay, let's just give um, every day. Um, so you now have the belt of dwarven kind and the boots of elven kind. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go find some orc crap. Well, wait, wait, the sleepers. Kind. What happened with the sleepers? You didn't get the sleepers? There's sleepers. Yeah, I got the slippers. Uh, I, I, I put them on and I'm quiet. That's all I really. I mean, you can oh. you can look at that if you want, but it tells me enough. That's great. I don't know if I might get like uh, grow longer eyebrows or something, but 
I'm quiet. I'll take whatever I get. I'm just imagining it. Sorry. Uh-oh. So, I guess you wanted to... Hi, everyone. This is the beauty of doing everything live. <laughs> um, so, uh, we are going to go on break. Because um, makes sense right now, right? Um, but uh, the secret code word tonight is going to be... Um, let's just call it crash. Yeah, the code word is crash. So, if you want the free dice, uh, make sure you put crash into the Twitch chat and we will get you those free dice. Uh, we'll draw after the break, so we'll see you in a little bit. And hey, things work now. Okay, good. Um, so, um, yeah, that was fun. Um, so anyway, the winner of the dice giveaway is Lesto0843. Lesto, I will send you your free, or I will be reaching out to you post game um to uh get you your free dice um so last we left off um i don't even know because my computer blew up um but um you guys had just um acquired the belt of dwarven kind the boots of elven kind um uh, the goggles of night and the um scroll um, of liaman's tiny hut um, and you guys were on your way to do something, whether it was go to the alchemist shop or something along those lines. I'm not really hundred percent sure. Um, but what'd you like to do? <laughs> Am I officially there now? <laughs> you are officially alive and there now. Um, you are still kind of hungover, but you're there. You look like 10 miles of bad road. You had a rough night. I feel like 20 miles of rough road. Just keep drinking that water. I really wish it was vodka right now, but it's no, not. No, you don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you actually mean that. I absolutely mean it 132%, guys. Luckily, I already paid for the cleanup in the room because, uh, you know, things happen. Was it that bad? I remember nothing. Um, if I'm being completely honest, you've been worse. Hey, look, I have a scar to match yours now, Maury. That's pretty exciting. Maybe it'll uh, heal up and then magically open back up and be weepy, and you'll have no idea what the crap's going on. <laughs> we need to figure that out, too, don't we? Uh, it's all right. We got other things on our plate right now. Speaking of, what do we have on our plate? I've been a little MIA. Sorry. Currently, we are going to head down to the alchemist and sell this very suspicious green goop that we hope one of us doesn't get bold enough or drunk enough to drink one night bold enough to drink it like drunk no no this is too dangerous oh, I definitely could we have should sell it we should sell I it to. i could i could have absolutely drank it if i was just sober ish enough it would have been down my gullet i feel like the worst thing we could do is accidentally drink that that would be a bad night or would it secretly be a good night? That's the question. It's really a game I don't want to play. That's fair enough. Uh, are we heading back to Nogrum soon? I have uh, some business I need to take care of. But the failies. We've got a head to take care of before anything, because we're starting to get looks when we walk by people. 
Not because of the way we look, but I'm pretty sure it's the smell. But it's in the bag of holding. Uh, it's right now. I think it's the bag of almost holding the smell in. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of bag of holding. It's the bag of the holding for heads. It does exactly what it needs it to do. Every time I open this thing up to grab something out of it, it's just that little hint. <laughs> that little linger. Aw, you, you don't like Charlie anymore? He was kind of growing on me. Charlie? Yeah, I named him. Did you name uh, a head? Well, we named the whole thing. We only kept the head. Oh, I, I just named the head because that's all we had left of him was the head. And I've been seeing him since we've killed him. So it's kind of just been, oh, hey, look, it's Charlie. Instead of like, oh, hey, look, it's that weird head. Kind of like when we had Jeffrey. I am old, Demacus. Let's, uh, let's head to the Alchemist. I mean, yeah. sure. We should. You, you freaked me out. I'm gonna sell this thing, because this shouldn't be here. So y'all head to the Alchemist. Sorry, while I'm still reorganizing all of my windows because they actually are starting to work again, um, except for one of them. Um, but anyway, you head on over to the Alchemist shop. So um, the um, you come up to the door of this establishment, and it's. Um, I mean, everything is still the 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 heat is still very hot and oppressive. Um, but you come across uh, the alchemist known as Fate and Medicament. Um, you walk in the set of um, doors, which is actually a rather large kind of like wooden door that's pretty heavy, but um, has like an uh, just a pretty standard um, doorknob and knocker, and you're able to open it up. Um, you hear a little ching 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 as you kind of walk through. Um, Standing there, examining um, and kind of mixing a couple of things is a um, a gnome female, um, blonde hair that's kind of tied up in a ponytail, wears a rather extravagant kind of uh, blue-looking dress with a nice uh, necklace around her neck. Um, as you kind of look around, everything is very well kept. Like, everything is definitely organized and probably documented and meticulously labeled. Um, there are a number of very standard kind of potions and stuff like that that you've recognized before, potions of healing. Um, but there are also a number of other kind of um, niche kind of um, pieces as well. Um, specifically, um, well, you'll have to ask and find out, but there are some things that are labeled. Um, there is um, a few potions of um, poison, which... Um, Given your experience of being in and around um, just general public, you would know that this poison is probably for, like, killing rats and other um, small pests and things of that nature. Um, things that would be very much of a hindrance for um, any of the local farmers or people who work in the apple orchard or something like that um, that would have a problem with it. Um, but uh, she sees you all come in and goes, Oh, yes, hi. Um, um... Whatever you do, don't knock anything over. Um, you're a lot bigger than my usual clientele, um, but um, feel free to look around. Let me know if you need anything. Things are uh, well put together here. I'm a bit of an alchemist myself, and 
can appreciate uh, the organization you have here. Oh, well, yes. Um, thanks. Um, you're an alchemist, you say? Um, I dabble, yes. Hmm. Um, what's the latest thing you've been working on? Oh, uh, I, I just meddle in the simple stuff. Just healing potions, maybe mess around with some poisons if possible, but nothing fancy like this. I mean, you really, you really know what you're doing. Oh, well, thank you. Um, lovely. Um, if you're, um, looking for anything specific, let me know. Otherwise, um, what you, um, what I have for sale for most people is what you see, what you get. Um, there is a couple of other interesting potions I'm willing to part with. Um, should you so, um, wish, um, being a alchemist yourself, I think you might find some, uh, use for some of the more, um, um, less mundane ones, um, if you ever wish to kind of dabble in mixtures and tinctures and stuff, but, um, let me know. question, uh, depending on how this, uh, conversation goes, yeah, I'm gonna have a little something special for you, too. Please, Juliet, speak. You're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm sure whatever thing special you have is um probably not that special anyway I passed the jar to Mori well uh, let's start with this and I'll slide it across to you. oh I take it back this is actually quite interesting where did you get this thing? In a hole. In an unsavory place. <laughs> oh, I you would say so. Stumbled upon. I would say you... Most people don't go out searching for this. This... Um... This particular... It is a news. Um... Which I hope you knew that. Um... For... I assume you knew that. Um... And it's very much a, while beneficial, it is a one-way trip. Um, it's a very interesting piece. Um, you didn't make this, though, yourself, I take it. Oh, no, uh, I'm well beyond my means. Ah, okay. Good. Um, but yeah, it's a um, very interesting creature. What do people do with that? Looks. I mean, <laughs> most people, uh, I mean, sounds like you already know what it does, but, um, the problem is, is that it, like we said, it is a one-way trip. Most, no one's figured out quite how to stabilize it enough to keep it from, uh, consuming the, uh, the, um, consumer. <laughs> if, uh, um, but, a tiny bit of a problem, yeah. Yeah, hmm. Tell you what, if you give me this thing and I can experiment with it, I'm I'd be willing to give you give you a few things here. Um, I've got a few I've got a few mundane potions I'd be willing to part with if I could just experiment with this thing. To be perfectly honest, we'll uh, we'll think about it. Let me uh, let me see what I have for supplies and what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> I'm going to open up my uh, 
bag of holding, mm-hmm. and I'm actually going to pull out my potion of uh, lichen, the lichen antidote potion that I have. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to pull that out, like like with my hand to open the bag, like I'm digging around in the bag, but that it's in my hand, um, like I'm looking at supplies, and I'm just going to put it back and see if I notice anything on her face when I expose that. Sure. Um, I would like an insight check, please. If you don't mind. I can do that. I can do that. Uh, You have purple worm poison by chance? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't seem to flinch. Um... Her gaze does meet it, but she doesn't, um, you aren't able to gain any, with, even with the roll of a 19, you're not really able to gain any insight on, like, kind of what she's thinking or what that, like, she doesn't have, like, any tell or anything. She's got a pretty good poker face if she's thinking about anything (laughs) about that, basically. You don't really get a whole lot from just, like, kind of, like, slyly, like, playing around with it and seeing if she says anything. You know what I mean? You don't really get anything out of that. So, uh, Purple worm poison? You have any of that? <laughs> do I look like I have uh, the ability to go out and uh, acquire that kind of poison for myself? No, do I? Uh, I wouldn't have thought I was the type of person that could uh, procure that bottle in front of you either. Fair enough. Um, no, I haven't um, any purple worm poison, however. If you were able to go out and find some of it, I could probably distill it down to make it more effective, or at least um, less um, pungent to the uh, to the olfactory nerve. You catch my drift? I do. I'm gonna lean over to. Uh, would I notice if she has like the supplies needed to make healing potion? Oh yeah, she's got plenty of them. No matter um, what you need, yeah. Yeah, she's got she's got the supplies to make um, mundane healing potions, mundane poisons as well. Um, she's got some other kind of materials that would be more for some more niche kind of projects, but you'd have to know what you're looking for um, if you're looking for something specific um, outside of just a mundane kind of potion. Um, but she has supplies. So I'll uh, I'll walk around with Juliet, um, just kind of looking at stuff on the shelves. And I'll tell her, um, I still have one, uh, one of those weird uh, frog poison sacky things. You think she'd be interested in, in that? Perhaps. She seems like she likes weird things. I just don't know if we can, uh, sweeten the pot. What do you want? I don't know if I really need anything, but it seems like uh, she's got a lot of great stuff. It's just if we've got things that aren't doing us any good right now and we can get something good for it, I'd hate to sit on something that's not helping us. I'm after some drought poison. Maybe we can see if she has the ingredients for that. All right, I'm sure she's got some form of poison, but all I see around me really is, you know, stuff that 
people would use to get rid of pests. Uh, I don't think she's got anything for the size pests we're looking at. Or you mean like lions, tigers, and bears? Yeah, I'd agree. Well, let's see what she's willing to uh, part with for, for what we had. So I'll, uh, I'll walk over and just say, yeah, you, you, you've got a lot of things here. Uh, and with my limited uh, alchemical experience, paling in comparison to yours, uh, hmm. some of the stuff I don't even know what I'm looking at. Uh, you obviously want this weird, gross po- potion in front of you. And uh, I do happen to have this. And I'll reach in the sack and get out the poison gland from the grung. Uh, hmm. I'd be willing to throw that to sweeten the pot, but what do you have that you could give us in return? I know you had uh, mentioned some possibly parting with some mundane potion, but uh, I think what's in front of you there is uh, much greater than mundane. I'm not saying we need equal shares, but maybe a little bit sweeter of a deal. Well, so here's the thing. Part of the reason why I want this um, particular ooze in and of itself is um, out of sheer morbid curiosity to play with, but also I am not going to just take it for myself and run with it. I plan on giving you something in return for it as far as, like, I'm hoping to make it something stable that one of you could actually possibly use as opposed to the way it currently exists in its current form. Um, I would say that that's kind of almost a service for you. Um, with that said, scientific curiosity also piques my interest on it, and I kind of just want to play with it in general, just to kind of see if I can make something out of it and make it actually work for other purposes. As far as anything else that I'd be willing to give you, I am willing to- I do have a few other poisons that would be more suitable for your exploits that you say that you endeavor upon. That could be very helpful, especially when it comes to um, slaying different beasts and other humanoids and things of that nature that are dangerous. Don't get me wrong, I know that I mean, you've definitely all seen battles, so I'm sure you fight more than just beasts. Am I, am I wrong in that assumption? You're, uh, you're very right. Hmm. So, with that said... I do have some items here that could help you in your battles against other things and possibly be a strategic help to you in taking down and taking out many of your foes. I'd be willing to part with a couple of samples of that as well. I did see your potion of lycanthropy or the a very poor man's attempt to pure lycanthropy potion that you had in your possession. I do have one, yes. I would be able to improve upon it if you were to leave it with me as well. And then, yes, the frog gland I could distill down into another useful poison. Um, However, many of the things that I have here are much more um, potent than the gland that you bring in, so I could add it to my store of my stores of just ingredients that I have here on hand, but I wouldn't necessarily 
the poisons that I'd be willing to give you are going to be a little bit stronger than these ones. That makes sense. It absolutely does. Um... Wonderful. So, I would be willing to part with five potions of regular healing as well as two greater. As well as two samples of serpent's venom. And one sample of truth serum. Well. That, uh, that sounds more than adequately fair for me. Uh, I don't think I'll have any disagreement from my team. All right. Uh, None. Uh, <laughs> None. And if she's going to fix that, who's even better? And I'll complete the transaction by giving her everything she spoke of and asked for. Mm-hmm. So I'm updating my sheet now. Yep. I will update. Um, I updated Twyla's inventory as well. So you have, um, I will also try to throw the serpent's venom into your sheet as well while we're talking here. Um, but, um, but yeah, so you now have, um, you now have, um, two samples of, um, serpent venom, one sample or one potion or it's poison. Um, and then one potion of truth serum as well. Um, as far as, and then you also have the five, um, potions of healing and the two potions of greater healing, which you can, I believe, uh, you've got, and she's taking the lichen antidote from you as well. Does she have a poisoner's kit? She does. Uh, I'd like to buy one, please. Um, she'll, she can include it as part of the transaction for you. How does that um, trip theorem work? Let me try. I'm trying to make sure I can get you your greater healing potion. So <clears throat> I'm having ish issues, possibly. Hold on. Ah, wrong one. Hmm. Oops. Potion of greater healing. So I put one in. Just copy it. Um, into your inventory there. Mori, and then um, there is one sample, two samples of serpent venom, and truth serum. Enjoy. Anyway, thank you very much. I um. I am excited to see what I can discover about these two I these two items for you and well and also just for my own morbid curiosity see if I can find different ways and different um, concoctions they can be distilled into in order to be able to either um, support or enhance other potions or poisons should be interesting now I is there anything else you require uh, not for me. Okay. 
you by chance happen to have a certain flower to make, oh, I don't know, drought poison? <laughs> if you're talking about the Olathar mushroom, I do not. That is uh, something that is only found in the Underdark. Karstas. Thank you. I do have plenty of giant spider venom, however, if that's the other part you're looking for. You've piqued my interest. Yes, I would be interested in taking some of that. Oh, well. I've already given you a poisoner's kit. I'm, I would n Now we're getting to the point where I would like to get I a little will bit pay. back in this direction. Okay, yes. Um, I can give you five samples for ten gold pieces in total. Enough said, and she'll hand over the ten gold pieces. Okay. Um, so... Yeah. So yes, you know, there's a possibility we may accidentally stumble ourselves into said underdark. Uh, would you be interested if we found this flower, bring it back? Oh yes, that would be lovely. Although it does sound like your partner there in crime uh, does, or well, partner at the very least, seems to be interested in the in the mushroom as well. So uh, there may not be necessarily a whole lot of it to go around. We'll see what we find. I'll uh, definitely keep you foremost in my mind of people uh, that would be interested. Absolutely. Well, if that is it, um, well, I am rather eager to get uh, into studying this uh, green um, parasite. So, if there's anything else you need, let me know, but otherwise... Please go. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you Thank very you. much. Do you have Dolly on you right now? Um, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping her in the bag or something, but I'm going to the blacksmith. She should be poking her head around, I imagine. I think Dolly needs full plate. Yes, I'm going to buy a full plate for Dolly. <laughs> Just put her in a lead box. <laughs> Try to save her. <laughs> Just put her in the bag of holding. She won't suffocate. Um, so, um, you guys head to the blacksmith next? Is that what's happening? <laughs> well, I just wanted to go real quickly and ask for it. Yeah, so you're able to go to the blacksmith. Um, there is a gnomish male um his name's kipper that's there if you're just looking to buy some mundane stuff um he does have just like general um just the, your general standard armor types um he does have um like basically every mundane armor that you can think of as well as weaponry um the only kind of special thing he has is he does have um some very um extremely sharp arrows but otherwise everything else is just all normal mundane stuff so if you wanted to purchase um armor for dolly and yourself or um i know that uh, morharan you were looking to finish off your full plate with your shoulder pads possibly um that is available there as well for the normal retail price that you would find in your player's handbook hey juliet i thought about buying flowers to cheer you up but the guys look at me like weird Perhaps you want something from the blacksmith? I hate flowers. 
It was so good that I asked. So maybe in the blast mix there will be something that will interest you. And I'll, I'll go with her. Okay. Um. Yeah. I would also try talking to Dolly. Okay. Um. Sure. So you head over to the blacksmith. What do you, um, Twyla, what are you looking to get besides armor for Dolly? So I was going to try to get us studded arm leather, studded leather, and uh, a fancy shield that works. Yeah, no, I mean, you can easily do that. You can grab studded leather and a shield. Like, you can you can grab that for the normal mundane price um, in the player's handbook, like, unless you want to role play out that entire transaction. Um, we can. <laughs> um, it's okay. Okay. Um, and then he is able to procure for you. He he is able to kind of craft a miniature little, like, Sir Squeakington 2.0 breastplate um, for, for Dolly to wear. That works very nicely with the bow that she also currently has. Um, and then more Haran, same for you. If you were looking for that armor, that's available to you as well for the normal uh, price. I am not going to have enough money to afford plate armor right now. Okay. Maybe your friends do. Um, <laughs> if I don't know. Need, I I would need a lot. It's a uh, it's fifteen hundred. I have th- I have three. So I would need twelve hundred gold to get full plate armor. I don't think it's worth it right now. Well, uh, maybe I can come back once I've received part of my pay off of this big disgusting head I had. A full plate available over and over? Oh, I'm sure. I'm not looking for anything fancy. Set that wow. there and uh, maybe do another bounty or two and you'll have the plate in no time. I have some gold and, you know, if we sort of die, we the goal is not gonna do anything. So, but don't it be better to go well prepared? Not sure if I don't have as much as that, but I have quite enough. Emma, I've uh, I've made it this far. It's all right. Uh, I think uh, Demikos is on to something there. We'll go. We'll. Pull a few more papers off a wall, see what we can get ourselves into, and I'll be up to where I need to be in no time. All right. And you, Julia, do you want something? Um, she needs armor. I I do need better armor. Do we have uh, elven kind by chance? Um. So you're looking for. So you're looking for a specific you're looking for a specific kind of um like like elven chain or something like that is that what you're looking yeah. for? Um he does not have that in his inventory. Um the like I said the only real fancy thing he has is just like some really sharp arrows which amount to plus 2 ammunition but I don't know if any of you guys are whipping <laughs> arrows around. Um but not otherwise this- it's just kind of mundane standard kind of a f- kind of fair as far as um, weapons and armor. Not to say that there isn't any of the other towns. Mm, uh, no, nothing here. Okay. Why just go away? 
have you tried speaking to um Dolly yet, Twyla? No. Can Dolly speak? Can you speak Dolly? I I could speak Dolly. Um Do you, oh, well, try do you want me to? I grab sure. Dolly. You can ask her if she likes her new stuff. And speak with animals. Okay. <laughs> um, hi Dolly. It's it's so nice to meet you. You're so cute. And oh, fuzzy. hey there, sugar. How are you? <laughs> I was, and then I look up at Twyla. I was not expecting her to talk like this. Is she talking? She's. she's All you hear, Twyla. Talking. All you hear, Twyla, is just. She what is it you need, like, sugar? She keeps calling me sugar. Um. Anyway, uh, do you like your your new like get up? Oh yes, it's um, it's very nice. I like the way that it kind of like um, it fits. It's very nice and form fitting to my body. You know, it's uh, it's just the way I like it. She really likes how it fits to her body. What do you think of the bows? Oh, they're very cute, actually. Yeah, I like them. Um, she she also likes the bows. I'm, I'm so amazed that you can speak to Dolly. You have to tell her that she has to be very careful. That's not just for show, because we're we're always in danger. So please tell her that to stay always close. Uh, maybe in some pocket of my armor or something, so she stays safe. So you need to stay um, close by Twyla, stay in like her her robes or her pockets or anything that well, you can, where you can't get hurt. Um, but yeah, you need to be oh. careful. Oh yeah, that's not a problem there. I, I'll uh, I'll probably just hang out in her bag. It looks like there's a lot of nice little uh, something to eat down here. And Sh- she. She's gonna stay in your bag because you have goodies in there. That's great. So, what's the goodie that she likes the most, so I can buy more of that? What goodie do you like the most, so she can buy more of it? Well, I really do have a hankering for some of the. Uh, well, I know I'm not really. So it's not really uh, the food that she bought me earlier, but uh, some of the nice like little pastry cakes she has in here are pretty good. She really likes the pastry cakes. She says they're really good. All right. So anything else you want to ask her? Because you wanted to talk to her? Here, and I give it her to you. Oh, oh. Oh, it's so... It's so fuzzy. And... A little tear, like, springs to her face. Like, her eye, and like... Here you go. I don't want to... Please don't cry. We can share her. What's I the matter, Sugar? I just lost my friend, Sir Squeakington the Third. There was only one of him, but he was the third of his name. I don't know about all that, but um, uh, you can always be my friend. Um, I mean, you're the only big person that's ever talked to me before, so this is actually quite nice. Um, okay. Well, if you ever need to talk, or you need oh, to yeah, tell absolutely. Twyla something, I'll I'll tell her. Oh, of course. Anytime, Shug. 
I'm, I'm gonna be honest, Twyla, I was not expecting her to sound like that. But, you know, sugar sound like a compliment, or does she say it, like, in a mean way? No, she says it in a really, like, southern hospitality way. It's... I just wasn't expecting it. Like, the time that I talked to the bird and he had, like, an eastern accent, that was weird. But... Never mind. <laughs> well, she's always available if you want to speak with her, since I can't. Maybe, you know, you can share a closer bond with her. I can only give her fast treats now that I think about it. No, you're yeah. fine. If you just ever need me to tell her something, I, um, I can do that for you. Considering how I've been acting towards you, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Being I... undead kind of has that effect. Well, I guess. You know, like, stuff happens sometimes. I never thought. That, will, that I will meet some dead, actually. Now that I think about it, that this is really interesting. How... how is it being... like that? How are you feeling? Is it very different? Um... Well... I can barely feel my heartbeat, which is really interesting. It's there, but it's very faintly. Um, I'm colder than normal, which is, which is cool because I didn't like being overheated anyway. Um, I don't dream as much as I used to, which is nice because the only thing I would dream about was the fiery pits of the nine hells. That wasn't fun. Um, is there any bad thing? I have a, a weird hunger that, um, I can't seem to get rid of. And just so you know, it, when you made food, it looked really good. I just couldn't eat it. Not because it didn't look good. Because I just don't want that. Well, maybe I can do something that you like. Maybe we can make a special receipt for you. If you tell me what you like, I can <laughs> make uh, right. If you can get a living, breathing person, a humanoid, that, that might help. But I don't. I don't think so. So I'm just going to eat the bad guys when we're in battle. And random snakes and honey badgers that we find in the forest. I promise I won't I won't hurt Dolly though. I I would I wouldn't ever do that. I never would hurt Mr. Squeakington so or any Mr. Squeakington ever. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. This is... this is awkward. This feels weird. 
you know, we can talk about this like from time to time with Dolly and uh, make it a little bit more fun. But, you know, I'm sorry too for everything. I get so overwhelmed sometimes that, you know, sometimes my, my mind doesn't work so well. I know you don't know me for so long, but that's pretty normal. I like to have an organized plan and everything. And lately, you know, adventuring was really nice, but it's been, it's been like a waterfall or something. Yeah, organized plan. You're in the wrong group for that. Welcome. Uh, we don't. <laughs> we don't do organized we just do things and we figure it out sometimes we when we had shirley um he was our resident bard he would sometimes plan things out um maury's better at strategizing for battle uh timic used to well let's and I look over my shoulder and look at Timmy. Timmy was really just good at um, call lightning. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I think I'm in the right group because one, my organization could only take me so far. I've been stuck for some time and moving may help me discover other things that I couldn't before. And perhaps I'm here to bring a little bit of organization into your life. I'm sure you won't like it, none of you, but... But I can keep trying. You seen me pass out at the bar, right? That's about as organized as I ever get. I didn't see anything. I, I yeah. thought you were sleeping. I, with, with a bottle curled up to my chest, I don't... Normal people don't sleep like that. That's how Juliet sleeps. That's not how anyone else sleeps. Don't tell Mari, but I got more for you later. And her eyes just shine a little bit. Oh, really? Maybe we can, like, I don't know. Yeah. Have a, a night, you know, girl talk. Something like that. Just the two of us and Dolly. Yeah. Sure, and I can let you know this whole mess. And you can maybe understand why I'm the way I am. That's a promise. And she'll hug you. And I'll get scared. <laughs> and then I'm hug sorry. her back. <laughs> And then I'll hug her back, but she'll be scared first because it's the first time that you hug her. And as she's hugging you, I normally do hug people. I just, I'm recently, it's been weird. Uh, it's not totally you. I'm not. Well, people I, don't hug me often, so it was strange, but. Was I fine. promise I won't bite you. Juliet, I'm make a wisdom so. saving throw, please. God oh, no. damn it. <laughs> oh no. With advantage. Yeah, because you know. Okay. 
Okay. Okay, that's that's one. Okay. Okay. Um, with a nineteen, you feel this like little twinge in the back of your neck, and like this urge to, as you're hugging Twyla, your newfound friend. You feel this urge to open your mouth and sink down on her neck, but you resist the temptation and fight it off. I'm going to bite my own lip and then I'm going to pull away. Yep. Weird hunger happened just now. I promise I won't bite you. (laughs) If I do, just smack me like a dog (laughs) really hard. Just hit me with a firebolt, something. I promise I won't be mad. Don't hit me with a fireball, please. Firebolt. Okay. <laughs> Question. What happens if you bite me? Don't bite me. But we'll, what will happen if you bite me? I mean, I would try to control myself so that way I would just take what I need and I don't murder you. That would be the goal. But well, I'm not going to turn on that or anything, right? No, that's I don't that don't think that's how it works. At least that's not what Octavian told. Okay. Actually, he he's my new patron. I'm pretty sure he didn't actually explain to me how it works. You know what? Don't worry. I'm not going to bite you. I'll give a step back. Come, darling. Let's Marco. give a step back. She needs some air. Thanks. Okay. Let's let's head back to the group. Um, Demikos, Morhoran. Uh, what are you guys doing? I've already gone to find some meat while they were talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, it's about lunchtime. I'm a little hungry, too. Yeah. Find a steak or something. Okay. It's gotta be a good halfling steakhouse around here. Oh, yeah, there actually, there absolutely is. There's, uh, there's actually a, a gentleman by the name of, um, Chester who uh, has his own steakhouse um, in the area, specifically in this one particular town. There is a steakhouse. You haven't seen one anywhere else, but this place, Chester Steakhouse, extremely famous. That's where I would have gone. Oh my gosh, is that the Chester's? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of this it guy. Is, it is I've these Chester's. Uh, hold on, I'm just trying to help someone out. Really quick. Um, I still haven't changed the, uh, the, um, command for giving, um, Timit or Demikos a plus one, so I'm just gonna give it to, um, him now, because someone did try to give you one. I still have it labeled as Timic, so if people put in, uh, try to put in a, uh, plus one for you and it didn't work um anyway yeah so chester's steakhouse uh you guys find uh this very bustling establishment especially this early um in the morning um everyone's kind of all hung over but they're all like specifically here to go grab a cheesesteak from chester's um you see a number of different uh dwarves gnomes halflings all kinds of folks all bustling around trying to get a trying to get their hands on a um, cheesesteak. You see this small little gnome um, kind of running back and forth, kind of taking as many orders as he can. 
He's actually kind of an art. He's got all he's got these many different spatulas. He's kind of flipping on all these. Like he kind of almost goes down in a row. He's like, and you see like the steak just all like almost like a big giant wave of steaks flying up in the air. And then you see him kind of like run back to the edge and he um, at the at the end of the uh, the row of this uh, big giant cooktop he has, he takes a bunch of cheese and just starts. You see again another wave, but this time going the reverse direction of this um, cheese that's just floating around across all over it. Um, and then it, it's quite a display and really it's it's just as much of a um, it's very much a food and a show kind of um, style establishment. I mean, he's got probably at least 20 of these cheesesteaks all being cooked all at once at the same time. Um, as he's kind of bustling back and forth. Do you think they have vegan options? I'm just kidding. That's smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would try to muscle my way up to the front. Absolutely. Rush right past these halflings and gnomes. Perfect. Absolutely. Um, not very hard. Um, you're able to kind of just like shove them aside. It's not like they can really like stop you i mean like come on um so you're able to um, the guy is a gnome right or a half who's cooking um chester the the uh, gnome is cooking no i'm sorry order five i'm gonna order five of them oh yes another order of five right away and then he you see like another like like um He's almost got like a double decker kind of uh, grill top here. It's kind of it's very cool. Um, and you can see like he kind of like spools another um, the cooktop down and throws another five or six and then spins it again. You can see like underneath this kind of almost like Ferris wheel of um, cooktops underneath is a big roaring like kind of bonfire that's kind of perpetually heating all these cheesecake steaks all up at the same time. It's like a rotisserie cheesecake factory, or cheese cheesesteak factory. Uh, I haven't known you very long, uh, Dimikos. Uh, is that like five for us, or are you eating five of these yourself? I figure we can split. All right. I'm just making sure. I don't want to assume things. No, I, I, could, I could probably eat them all, but it's, it's a little early. So I'll, I'll uh, pay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He actually. Um, he. He. Um, there are t- um, tables kind of spread around about uh, six feet apart from each other. Um, all like kind of. <laughs> that was kind of on purpose. Um, but uh, they're all kind of um, sprinkled about, and um, um, there's plenty of places to sit and eat and enjoy the atmosphere. Um, these. Uh, these tables all have like the, uh, the umbrellas that are kind of coming out of them. They spread out. Um, they're um, pretty much all like combinations of red and white or blue and white kind of umbrella um, tables. Um, some of them have these like kind of strange logos on them in a language you're not really quite sure or understand what they are, but they seem to be brands of some sort of like um, local, um, like um, a, a local um, drink purveyor, but you're not really quite sure what who it is. Um, and as you kind of um, he, when you go to pay, he actually just kind of like, oh, thank you, sir. And he you take your hands out to pay and you see him just kind of wave and like you feel um, the coins in your hand. All of a sudden, like one silver piece 
per cheesecake, so five silver pieces just kind of disappear out of your hands and like appears in his hand and he like kind of puts it in his pocket and just keeps going about what he's doing. Uh, Was there a table around with a couple of dwarves? Was there a table around with a couple of dwarves? Yeah, like where you said there were some dwarves, some halflings. Yeah, so, yep, there actually is. <laughs> There's um, you actually recognize um, a couple of dwarves that are sitting um, there right now. Um, they were actually the ones that you saw earlier the night before over at the Goat Herd Tavern. Um, one of them, let me pull them up here. Um, one of them is that gnome that was uh, not wearing a shirt the night before. He's wearing a shirt now, but he's still got that uh, mu- um, mutton chop um, style beard with the big giant orange mohawk that's not as spiky this morning. It's a little bit more disheveled. And then his big giant burly fat friend with a very long beard that's kind of like um, braided at the bottom. Um, his guts kind of just like spilling out of the bottom of his shirt. He's got um, and then he's got a couple of different sacks of like um like it looks like his coin purse and something else like kind of like tied around his belt um they're kind of sitting together over at one of the tables uh Dimico, come with me sure I'll go <laughs> how you doing fellas hey weren't you uh you were at the over at the, the goat last night yeah you uh help out the little lady there yeah absolutely uh you fellas, uh, we'll sit down, uh, have a good chat. Why don't you guys buy the first round? Come on, you know you want to. <laughs> um, and they do. They, it's, it's not. It doesn't cost much. It's like a coffee piece. And to them, it's actually not too bad. It's like, hey, we just actually won the beer buckets tournament last night, so we're we're actually doing pretty well for ourselves. A little, uh, you know, a little bit early to. Well, actually, let's be honest. I we can have another drink right now. Let's. Uh, I might take away some of the hangover we got right now. We did have to go through about four rounds before we actually actually won the whole thing. But uh, so we're a little, we're probably still a little bit buzzed here, to be perfectly honest. But it's okay. Well, absolutely, yeah, sure. Hey, um, hey, Chester, can we get another? Can we get a round of the uh, of the ale? And he goes, oh yeah, right away. And he kind of like waves his hand again, and you see like, like the guys don't even like. Hey, it seems like this is kind of like natural to them, but like they don't go to reach for their coin purses. It's almost like he waves his hand and he's able to like take the money from them somehow. Um, and then appearing almost out of like, thi- like not really out of thin air, but you see them kind of um, floating around these like four um, very large mugs of ale just kind of float over and then sit on your table. All right. I'll start ah. eating and drinking. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll pick up the mug and cheers the, the dwarf and the gnome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything you specifically want to talk to them about? Or are you guys just going to enjoy their company? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to uh, get free drinks from a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. Um, and with that said... Um, we are going to end tonight's shopping episode. <laughs> um, you guys all have um, some interesting developments um, that have occurred and transpired. Um, purses are a little bit lighter, but um, possibilities of um, some other potential kind of leads, on, especially 
um, with our alchemist friend as well as um, you guys have a couple of different directions you can go. It's exciting. So um, I will be reaching out to uh, Lesto here in a second um, for your free dice. And then um, join us next week. Um, remember, um, every Thursday evening, 8.30 to around, um, we've been ending kind of a bit early just because it, it's been flowing really well, but around 11, 11.30 is when we kind of end here um, over here at the Blue Collar DM and Blue Collar D&D. Um, I hope you all had a good evening to this evening. I hope it was fun. I know. Thank you for uh, bearing with us with the uh, with the crash of uh, 2021 um, with the uh, <laughs> with the uh, the stream there. And um, as always, take care of yourself and happy gaming. Have a good night. Good morning. <laughs>